Shout out my nigga, he big on conspiracy R.I.P. Kelly, we feeling your spirit I had to put this shit up on the internet Cause I know they want to take it so serious I told a hater he don't want to listen He better go take up his ears Michelle Obama is a boy We don't Jamaica no tears Just cause I'm joking don't mean I don't never be serious Alistair 99 at my nigga for real Yeah, I fuck with my peers Had to make me a channel to talk about the real Cause I know they gon' hear Alistair 99 at my nigga for real Nah, I know they gon' hear Started my end, we got... Children of all ages, welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. I'm your Conspiracy Asshole, and today we're doing a cross cast with the very lovely, the very beautiful, and the very eloquent, well spoken, um, the my English muffin is what I call her, a K Smythe. Welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. Welcome back to the Conspiracy Castle, and uh, it's so good to talk to you, Kay. What's happening today? Uh, it's so great to be back, Alex. Dude, I'm so angry at everything today, though. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think, like, I don't know, maybe my period's you or some shit. But, like, everything's pissing me off. It's too hot. I'm sweaty. Someone said something mean about your hair. They need a fucking slap. My hair looks like shit because it was fucking sweaty. And also, I'm not fucking English. I'm Welsh. Oh, Welsh. Whatever. You're my Welsh muffin. English muffin. Can we keep that? I like that. You're my Welsh muffin. Do they have English muffins in, 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 uh, in, what is it? If you're Welsh or you're from Scotland? I'm from Wales. Wales. (laughs) See, I don't even know. That shows you. I, I don't even know the map. I don't know anything. All I know is that. Texas is here. Well, I'm saying when you do the 50 states, have you done that recently? I know you're a new American, but I'm saying, have you ever tried to fill out the 50 states, Kay? Yeah, but I also have a geography degree. Oh, so you probably don't. So you dominate. What I'm saying is I was trying to fill out the map the other day and I couldn't figure it all out. And so I'm like, wait, how do I not? There's the reason why I did that. You're like, Alex, why would you try to fill out a map recently? Because somebody said to me, you couldn't find Ukraine on the map. And I was like, yeah, I couldn't find Ukraine on the map. And then I was, and then. And then I was like, I wonder if I could find all 50 states. And I couldn't even figure out all 50 states. So I'm not a geography major, but luckily you are. You can handle all the geographical stuff. I got you. Stuff. You know where you are with geography, and I'll take care of you. It's okay. It's I'm okay. more of a sociologist. Okay, are you worried about World War Three, Dude, so fucking worried. But you know what? Okay, so I, so I was thinking about this uh, over the weekend. We talked, I don't know, was it like Friday? Oh, my God, it's so hot. Um, so we had talked like Friday about doing this show or something like that. I can't even remember. Um, and I was like, what's a good conspiracy that I've been thinking about recently? And then I was like, wait, my dad and I forever, like he would tell me, okay, one day the white van is going to pull up outside and they're just going to disappear all of us. Cause you know, and I'm like, no, I why? I and like he's like, well, read all of these books I have on Putin. And so this is like how I was raised. Like I, I have been preparing for World War Three forever. Two years ago, my, uh, my big brother, if you will, Jeremiah Wilbur from the War Party movement, he calls me up. He's like, hey, do you want to start like a new training regiment? And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Um, am I allowed to swear on you? Yeah, yeah. Did you say oh, shit, okay. Yeah, okay. Come on. This is a party on Wayne, as I say in Wayne's role. I have to do Joe Pags after this, and I'm not allowed to swear on that, but I may or may not have cracked a white claw because I'm having a bad day. I, I, um, listen, you need to take the edge off. What about when Daily Caller? Can you cuss in the articles or no, really? That's, is that, no. that's kind of a faux pas. Is that a writing faux pas to use cuss words? I feel like, I don't know if it's like a faux pas because, oh my God, the fucking cats. That's a minor. That's not a fo- I mean, it's just kind of what not classy, I guess, to say shit, you know? Yeah. You can't say shit, cunt, piss. Well, all the ass. BuzzFeed places, they always put those cuss words in their uh, clickbait titles with, and they'll put, you know, like an asterisk or something to make it like not say shit, you know, where the I is. They put a stupid 
like uh, Donald Trump is turning our country into shite or whatever, however they make it sound. They love oh, using yeah. cuss words for kind of low IQ people, I guess, to read, including you myself. You know what's funny, though? Like, scientifically speaking, people who use curse words more often technically have a higher IQ. Um, I don't know why that is, but there's a lot of research on that that suggests that that's the case, which is great because I swear every other word. That's like what I do. That's like one of the things I guess I'm known for in my friendship groups is just saying like fuck and cunt and wanker. But I do it in such a way where I'm not like, I'm like one of the least angry people. That's not fair. I'm a very angry person. But my thing is I don't shout at people. I shout about things. And that's like, that's the Welsh in me, you know, like that, when you, rest. when you cuss, it sounds very elegant. It doesn't sound like all white trash. Like I, you know, it just sounds, it sounds, you know, real classy. It's like, wow, did she say shit like that? That's kind of, that's kind of <laughs> hot the way she said that. I'm, I'm serious. I, I, you have a very nice way of speaking. So when you cuss, it doesn't come across the same as, uh, you know, a hillbilly saying it like me. Just not that I'm not big of a hillbilly. Redneck. I'm a total redneck. But can we go back to the conspiracies though about oh, yeah, World yeah. War Three? Yes, yes, yes. I started doing my training and he was like, well, what do you want to train for? And I was like, the fucking apocalypse, obviously. I've been p- preparing for this my entire life. I always have like 90 days worth of stuff at my place. So I'm like, if everyone's dead in 90 days, I'm either going to go out and strut or I'm just going to start eating my neighbors. Um, <laughs> Are you ready? Like, what are your thoughts on World War Three? Like, what's happening? Where is your conspiracy mind at? Inform me. Educate me. It's very How are we going to find each other? Well, it's very simple. This is all I have to say is for somebody that's not even, uh, doesn't know anything about geopolitics, the way they are pumping up Vladimir Zelensky, who we know is an actor, and this is my tinfoil hat, of course, and this is like the people that are really deep in the conspiracy world. Not that I'm not deep. But there's yeah, like, I was say. I'm saying, but there's people that think like everything's fake. Like they think Joe Biden is an actor. I don't think that, you know, I mean, I like, you know, they think he could be replaced by somebody. I mean, maybe that's possible. I guess you've seen movies where they like have a Manchurian candidate or they have like, but I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily think that. <laughs> I, but, but at the same time, I look at AOC, she was like casted. She actually, in her documentary, they like put out a casting call and there's firms that actually find, you know, people that they think would be good politicians. So in a yeah. way, every politician is an actor. Yeah. With Vladimir Zelensky, he's like an actual actor, was an actual TV star, was in, in the TV show. He played a guy that was like uh, had a viral video as a school teacher or something. And then that, you know, propelled him to be the president of Ukraine in the in the show. <laughs> so what I'm saying for my tinfoil hat thing, it's almost okay. like the way the mainstream media and everybody is rallying around Zelensky makes me think the guy he may not be a bad person, but he's not the hero. You know, he's not who we say he is. Because, you know, they're saying like, oh, the ghost of Kiev, that was fake. You know, they're showing up. They've showed a bunch of plane crashes that were like, oh, these plane crashes were from other stuff. And now I'm not saying there's not destruction. I'm not saying Russia's not going in there and messing stuff up. I'm just saying the left always talks about disinformation, misinformation. That's going on. We don't know what the heck's going on. And Zelensky's talking about how he's, you know, going to be killed at any any second. Yet he's like having Zoom calls with Congress. So to me, I feel like this might be some sort of ploy to get America into World War Three. Like I just, I think he's just, it's oh, like, yeah. you know, he's not a good guy. This is he's yelling at. Oh, we cannot. Uh, what Russia doesn't want them to be in NATO. It's like who gives a crap? Why are you going to go kill people because you don't want them in some sort of uh, a treaty organization to get some sort of funding? I mean, that's all socialism anyway. Why do you mm-hmm. care? This is all fake. The war is fake. People are dying because of bullshit. So that's what I think. As, as human beings, you and I are smart enough. I mean, we should be smart enough to have conflict resolution where we can talk it out and not shoot each other and shoot our cats and our dogs. You see those pictures of those cats all on fire? Uh, no, I can't. I can't. I can't even fucking imagine. Like, can you? I. So what I'd do you think? What do you think the deal is? So, okay. My theory it's a little bit not like oh, this is it's it's built from all my like special forces friends who like tell me this shit but they were like we need a new war after we pulled out of afghanistan he was like how do you think biden and all of his cronies are going to get reelected when all the people who pay them they've now just been fucked over the halibuttons of the world if you will they've just lost their absolute cash cow for the last 20 years so we need a new war 
um, I think it was like the perfect timing to get in with. So there's so many different things. Okay. So I think it's the cash cow for Halliburton. I think it's depopulation when it goes long-term. I think it's uh, the perfect kind of distraction for, and I think everyone thinks this, like for China to just go and like take Taiwan back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Back or whatever. That's going to happen um, probably. Trump I don't think that's happen. like anything new or special. But like, honestly, I, do you know what fucking freaks me out though the most is everyone around me is like, there's no way this is going to go nuclear. And I'm like, how is it not? Okay. Like how, okay, real quick, Isaac, because you also let me now because people always get mad when I don't mention this because everybody's talking about nuclear war. What is that? This is tinfoil hat. This is conspiracy. I don't necessarily okay. this is true, but this is what they say. They say we have big bombs. They have the Moab, mother of all bombs. We have the father of all bombs, and now Trump dropped um, the Moab, the mother of all bombs, which is like the second biggest bomb we have supposedly. So there's a this is but this is what they say. There's a conspiracy that nuclear weapons, as they tell us, the splitting of the app and the atom, you know, is that's not real. We don't have we have super powerful weapons. I'm not trying to say that I'm not like some nerd. But the idea is they told us in eighth grade. I don't know what grade they told you this, but they said that we have enough nuclear weapons to blow up the earth like a million times over. There'd only be yeah. cockroaches left. They they tell you that. Um. Well, my great grandfather, I guess. Um, invented particle sizing. So like I, from like a familial perspective have like all my, all my family are like amateur scientists. And so we've been kind of like, this is what we talk about on the kitchen dinner table to relax. So, you know, we're, we're a fucking weird ass family. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But yeah, I've heard that. And I think that's also a big part of like mine and my father's like just abject paranoia. Um, well, that's what they say is because they use nuclear weapons and, and maybe we do have nuclear weapons, but they, they the idea is North Korea has nuclear weapons. We got to be so worried. Iran might get nuclear weapons. So the real only fear of nuclear weapons, the only person who's ever dropped one is America on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And when you look at that, they're actually the next day the trains are running and there's people like in the streets selling flowers. So I'm not saying they didn't get bombed, but they also say that there's like all this fallout radiation, yet they've been eating that sushi uh, raw fish literally for years. And there's no, there's no, um, uh, higher incidence of cancer in Japan, which, which is not what they, uh, thought at first. So what I'm saying is they can use nuclear weapons to scare us just by scaring us with the term nuclear yeah. weapon than ever having to actually use the weapon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I nice. do. Sorry. I, my camera keeps going back and forth. So I keep having to like follow you across the screen for some reason. Cause it's just one of those fucking days. It's, um, it's this Monday. Why is this Monday so shitty? I woke up this and, and listen to this. I had to say this. We're talking about the war, but yesterday I trolled this guy, Clay Jenkins, and he's like the County judge. Yeah, like, you just gotta tell me everything that you did yesterday. I was well, gonna die. I'm about to post the video from the beta thing, but the guy that filmed it still, of course, you know, I didn't film myself. I had a friend film it. Of course, he hasn't sent it yeah. to me yet. And I don't, I've only sent him six text messages and I haven't gotten a response back, but I'm gonna get that. I, I called out Beto in the middle of his speech and got a, a basically assaulted by a cop, like literally dragged out of there. So, but I wanted- I told you, you can't die. I know. Well, you know, one day I will have to die. I can't live forever. But this is the thing. What I'm saying is I, I called out this county judge, Clay Jenkins. And my dad's like, why would you do that? You know, you're going to, you might need the, you know, might need the judge one day. You know, why would you, why would, like, if you're going to troll somebody, well, he, this guy's like an important guy in Dallas, which I, I don't like the guy. I'm just saying my dad can't, he doesn't get it. He's like, why would you want to expose some guy? Like, you're, you're never going to expose him. He, he's a more powerful guy. You're not going to make him lose his position. You're wasting your time. That's his mindset. So what I'm saying is I get home yesterday and then my dad's like, give me all this low vibrational crap calling me. Come, he, my dad calls me, come over. I go to his house. He's like, Blah, blah. Why did you do this? So, so I'm, so I'm like in this bad mood when I go to bed last night. And then when I woke up this morning, just what is this Monday? It was a weird Monday. So you're feeling the case of the Mondays too. And then I, the first tweet I think I read, which I know is bad. I forget who tweeted, but it's like, if you think Mondays are bad, like try the rest of the week or something. And I'm like, oh gosh, now I have to read some cheesy Monday tweet to start my day off. It's like, it's a, I feel like I'm in the movie office space in a weird way. This Monday is kind of oh, weird. Oh, yeah. You kind of nailed it. I mean, maybe Mercury is in retrograde. Something. I'm sorry. Firstly, I just want to say I am so sorry that you had to deal with that with your dad. Um, my family and I have a kind of general rule where we don't talk about what I do for a living because, like, 
I give my dad one pass on his birthday where he's allowed to be like, oh, I don't like anything that you like in politics. And I'm just like, okay. Because they're all socialists, um, right? Is that what I always say? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. like super liberal, hate yeah. Trump, all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I listen, I can kind of understand why they hate Trump. Trump is off putting to a lot of people. I mean, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I'm not, that's but not, they weird. don't live here. So, but yeah. it's also like, you know, the whole issue where like your parents, want you like I think if it was up to my mom I would have married my high school boyfriend and who still goes to the house for dinner by the way shut up Casey that's how I know you're a sweet lady because he would have the audacity to still do that he knows you're a very sweet person because my that's- parents are also very sweet people I really can't say too much bad about them other than the fact that like your parents always want like the best for you but they don't understand it in like the context of your best interests yeah but he still that wants some Smythe. He's he's still he misses K that's what he misses he misses a little bit of k that's what he needs um but that shows you that how kind that your family is like that and that's how actually relationships should be when you break up we shouldn't hate each other but sometimes you can't help it because it's like bad but um like the thing that's actually healthy and even though it's weird i think that's more healthy in a weird way Thank you. Well, you know, like it's your high school boyfriend. I was the monster in that situation. As I, I say, that's years ago. That. You, you, I mean, who cares? I mean, you're over it now. Well, okay. Let's try and find. I know at least one good thing that happened to me today, and I have to brag about it. This Please. is an exclusive. I'm giving you an exclusive. Exclusive. Case Smythe exclusive on the Conspiracy Castle. I wrote an article this morning. I don't know if you know this about me, but I actually, because of that same ex-boyfriend, I refuse to date musicians. Because okay. I just can't. They're just fucking difficult. Like, they're just a lot of work. Um, but I always say my one caveat on that, even though I know he's a fucking slut, is uh morgan wallings i love his music the, i the country I, star I would, yeah he's awesome I, yeah i just think he's terrific his music melts my soul i can listen to it on repeat well, he's well, for, the pe- for the people playing at home they might not realize morgan wallings is now he's like number one of the top uh country artists but he actually got canceled for saying the n-word but then oh, it, yeah. it, but, but i'm saying he didn't get canceled he still ended up having a number one they tried to cancel him and he still had a number one country album so that's why morgan uh, whalen is a badass so you got the morgan whalen disease wow you like him a lot hey, he was he was actually just at the rodeo in texas i saw a bunch of morgan whalen signs so it's funny. Is that how you pronounce it, Waylon? I don't know. Is Wallen Waylon? I mean, we're Texas, so yeah. You pre- I'd pronounce it Morgan Waylon, but hey, he's uh, Morgan Waylon, right? He Morgan Waylon. Morgan like Waylon, right? I mean, but, he watched yeah. my story on Instagram today, so that was my one, my one like fun thing. Wow, like, that's the one thing I can he's trying to get, say. And then he didn't slip in my DM, so I was like, right, that's cool. I'll just fucking kill myself. <laughs> anyway, well, he's uh, one of the biggest country artists, so I mean, maybe give him some time. He's on the road. He he, he knows how to slow play it. That's how all the real pros do it. You don't want to go touch him. Ooh, he's oh, you would touch him. Oh my gosh, you would touch him. No, no musicians. No music. <laughs> Morgan Whalen's the number one country artist. You kind of have to at this point for the story. It's like uh, my dad. Uh, he he got remarried and then actually got divorced from my stepmom. But I used to always laugh. My stepmom went and dated like Polly Shore on a date. And she nothing happened, but she's like, I kind of wish I did. So she's kind of later on. It's like, I wish something kind of did happen. I wish I was a little more receptive. It would have made the story better. But at the time you want to act like when you're with the celebrity, and this is when Pauly Shore, this is when Pauly Shore was really famous. Not like yeah. recently. This is like in the nineties or whatever. Wow. Um, and uh, she was like, he was like the hottest celebrity and she didn't give him any, <laughs> and they never went out again. And she's like, maybe I probably should have. It could have, you know, may- you know, who knows what would have happened. She was trying to play hard to get. So if you're with Morgan Whalen and you try to play hard to get, you might ruin your only chance. I think you almost kind of have to be. And I'm not pro be a slot. I'm just saying when you have this opportunity with a celebrity, you, know, you might not get it again. Why not? Why not just bang one time? It's a good, I mean, that's the better story than, oh, we, you know, he liked my Instagram and we flirted and he sent me, you know, a weird picture or something. Why not just go to pound town? Why not? I mean, you know, if you wear protection at this point, it's a better story in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Okay, is there like an age though where that gets like? I'm not gonna name names, but there was a moment last year where I had another very big celebrity be like, "I want to fly you out to California. I'm gonna like fuck you in all these places," and I was just like, "I don't want that. Like, I want to just be like a wife and mother at this point." 
Well, see, is that, there a point where it's like, mm. okay, everybody wants to have sex. I'm sure you like to have sex, but there's a, there's a thing. There's a two yeah. there's two guys though, and I, I mean, I guess there's probably more. It's more nuanced than this. But there's guys that like okay. talk about sex. Oh, I'm flicking you off. Actually, that talk about sex openly, like before you know somebody. Because yeah. I see a lot of girls. I'm not on the dating app right now, but I've been on dating apps where like girls are post like, why is this guy already talking real sexual? And then there's the people that like aren't sexual until you like get sexual. Does that make sense? So. So I think it's a red flag when the guy is saying a bunch of sexual stuff before. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of weird. Even if you are a sexual person, it just seems like almost um, kind of gross in a weird way. It is. It is. And, like, I also, like, me and my girlfriends were talking about this the other day. If a guy ever says he's good at eating out, you That's know weird. he's just not going to fuck. He's just not going to be. He's just won't. Anyway, let's go back to sex. No, well, I like the sex talk. We can get off it. But I'm saying that is another thing. If a guy ever brags about that's that's one thing. And they're like, oh, I'm so good at this. It's like you're not that good at that. You're, that's not you don't need yeah. to talk about it. that's also another thing is like in a relationship even if you have a lot of sex like you know you're having sex if you're if you spend the whole day with a person maybe you have sex for 10 20 30 minutes it's like, it's like a small part of the relationship it's an important part but these people that like over over in, emphasize sex it's like uh maybe they were a victim of child sex abuse or maybe they're just over sexualized i don't know i i think this society we should have sex but yeah but what about the bisexualism? I feel like so that's a big thing, Kay. I, all the girls are bisexual now. Do you? That's not the same for guys. There's no guys in your app that are like, oh my gosh, this guy is bisexual. So I guess what I'm saying is I think we're becoming more sexually degenerate. I think we are. I would say, again, just from like my lived experience and conversations with the women in my life, Pretty much every chick I know wants to fuck a chick at least once. Of course, yeah. Now it's Just weird. To see like what that. it's like. Um, I and don't know anyone acceptable. who said no to a threesome. But I don't really know. Like I don't. I think my my issue is is like I I'm. I fundamentally don't fucking care about what people do behind closed doors as long as it doesn't like involve children, animals, or hurt anyone. Like that's my general rule of thumb. I think everyone should have more sex. I think porn is one of the worst things that has happened to us as a society because it's put like all of these horrendous um, expectations on people. Like one of the guys, one of the, um, Fuck, I don't know if I can even say who it was, but he he's like a tech founder guy. He was saying that the only reason that men and women even started bothering to like go to the gym and get these like shredded bodies was because of the expectation that like porn put on us. And as soon as he told me that, I was like, well, fuck, I'm never going to the gym again. Like that's rebellion for me. Um, fuck the system. <laughs> but um, no, no I mean, true. like, I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think porn is another way that the Chinese have infiltrated our minds and stopped us from doing anything like well, positive. It, it is. Like, I was just reading, I didn't even know this is a thing. It's called porn induced um, impotency. And I always joke about it being, you know, on my things, I'm always like, oh, I'm impotent from the, you know, what, the, the, I don't want to say it on here and get a strike. But what I'm saying is the porn, it does poison your mind. It gives you these unrealistic expectations. And it just like makes you feel kind of bad about yourself. Like not that we shouldn't ever masturbate, but it's just, it's, it kind of puts you in this low vibrational state. So we should for, all masturbate more, in my opinion. You think we should masturbate more? You think that would help people out? That would relieve stress? I agree. I don't, I don't well, think like, we should. It also like teaches you how to like teach. Cause like this is the other thing I don't understand about people who like whore around a lot. And I have nothing against it, but I'm like, why wouldn't you get into a long-term, like potentially lifelong committed relationship with someone and do all the weirdest shit, exactly. you know, like, cause that's like a safe space. That's someone where you can be like, you know what? That didn't really work for me. And then that's the same space where you can be like, I was into that. Um, okay. Some girls they need it from, and some guys are the same way. It's like, they can't have that monogamous love. That's not enough. That's not like, you know, that's just. So different strokes for different folks. And for the people out here in my, the conspiracy world too, people are like, oh, you shouldn't masturbate. It takes away your power. It takes away your, not all conspiracy, but there, there's a rapper who thinks that too. His name's, um, oh, what is his name? Uh, um, oh, I can't think of his name. He's some not that big of a rapper. Kevin Gates is his name. And he says that- I have that no idea. Okay, but it, you look him up. His name's Kevin Gates. He's actually pretty big. He's, he's in and out of jail. But he, oh, look at that. Oh, that cat is beautiful, okay? With that black face like that and the gray. Wow. 
But what I'm saying, this is the last and we can stop talking about sex and start talking about World War Three, <laughs> even though they are related. Um, they are related. Uh, is He says that you shouldn't ever lose your seed and that that's like or all the men's power. And that's not true because I've had a wet dream. I remember I was on I was so embarrassed one time I was on this Food Network show. And it was called Worst Cooks in America. And you have to live in a house with like all these other people, like real world. And sometimes they'd film in the house. But so I didn't crank it. I didn't crank it. I was there for like a month because we were there during Hurricane Sandy. And I just didn't have, I just didn't have time to crank it or whatever. And because uh, I didn't have anything to look at. I had a wet dream on. And it's like one of the mornings I woke up and my boxers were stuck to my you know, ding dong. And I'm like trying to get out of the bed and I'm an adult room. There's a guy like a deep, like a 37 year old Indian guy. There's a guy, Dr. Bob with a mask on. He's like a 65 year old guy. I mean, I'm saying I'm in a room with like six other guys. Like, how am I going to get out of here with my boxers crusted to my wiener? So yeah, I'm just saying it's, it'll, it'll, it'll get itself out. So we maybe, you know, release it, you know, so that doesn't happen. It's really dangerous if you don't, like it's really unhealthy for you. Like I'm pretty sure medicine has like proved that. Right. And like, I know for women, someone said this to me, who the fuck said this to me? I think it was a musician actually. Um, Oh, another musician. uh, I'm going to start playing the guitar. Okay. I need (laughs) it. I actually, um, you know, my colleague, Greg, Greg, uh, who does the, um, the videos, like when he covers you for the daily caller, he, he and I always yell at each other. Well, he always yells at me. He just always yells at me when we're on like, like work meetings. Like the first time we met, he was just yelling at me and I was like, motherfucker, you don't know my name. Um, but we actually get along really well. And he well, that's me you're always mean like, to the girl at the playground at first. That's why. That's how you know you like somebody. Yeah, that's how that's the American courtship. Yeah. 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 Okay, so he's so he's great. mean to you, and then what happened? No, but he um he hit me up being like because he was talking about you um in the context of something. Like I think he like he had brought up one of your videos and I was like, Oh, you're talking about Alex Stein. He's like, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to marry that motherfucker. He's so fucking funny. We're like best friends or whatever. Um, he's a really nice, really smart. One of the funniest guys I've ever met in my entire life, Greg, um, other than you, obviously. Um, so, you know, so you, know, you said you that to Greg. To wow. That makes me feel good. I mean, okay. And, I'll be honest, you know, we're talking about sex, but there's a lot of sexual energy uh, going on in this digital format, even on Zoom, even on Zoom. You would thought I would have never thought Mark Zuckerberg in the metaverse. You could have meta sex, as they call it. But what do you that's what they say. I'm saying, OK, they say now really? they have a glove you can put on your hand and it's it's no difference. You know, whatever sensation you would feel normally with your hand. So they say they say very soon we're going to have indistinguishable virtual sex compared to the real thing. Once that happens, Kay, I know it's disgusting. There will be no incentive not to go into the metaverse. Does that make sense? But also women will become redundant. Like that's like, I mean, that's the death of our species right fucking there. Wait, who becomes redundant first if there's sex in the metaverse, men or women? Because I think men would enter the metaverse first. But then if they're in there, like... I think about it like this. Themselves, basically. I think about what like, happens next. This, this is how I think. This is just my guess. It's like Jurassic Park when, um, when uh, he goes, life finds a way. So even nice. in the metaverse, even in the metaverse, even if like ninety nine percent of the people go there, there's going to be some sort of hippie somewhere. It's like I'm not plugging into it, and they're going to be banging, and they're going to. I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's going to be people that have children naturally, but that's not going to fix this huge situation because I think the majority of people, you're right, the women will probably become redundant. Uh, well, actually, I don't know because with with there's enough sperm banks and stuff like that, they could probably they have a they have a while where they could still farm uh, male semen and have kids naturally for a oh while. My God, men become almost redundant. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they can, in the metaverse they can hook up something to your wiener and and you know what I mean like an oil rig and have as many um <laughs> as, as as much baby batter for uh, YouTube as they need. So the women, I think the men would be. And that's really what's going to happen, Kay. That's another conspiracy. Is, is eventually, if, if humanity goes on, we're all going to be one sex and one race somehow. I don't know how. I don't know how that happens, but that's what they say. Is like if if we live for another billion years, in one billion years, there's not going to be six different races. At that moment, at that moment, they say we'll all merge into one. 
Well, this is the thing. I don't know why our species get so fucking self-important about our long-term existence. Like, I mean, the planet's going to be vaporized in like 5 billion years anyway. But even prior to that, you know, I look at like, say, the dinosaurs and other types of like, from like a predatory perspective, we haven't got shit on them. Like, we're technically a virus if you look at the way that we have built this current version of society. I also think that we've reached peak civilization before, collapsed and then restarted again. It's like a disease, right? It's like a virus. Like we go through these cycles, excuse me, and I burp and fart like it's going out of fashion. The show that I have to do after this, my nickname on it is Fart Monster. And so people Fart actually- Monster, what? Your name is Fart, that's the best nickname ever, wow. <laughs> I prefer Welsh muffin. Like I'm just going to throw that Okay, well, uh, I mean, Fart Monster is kind of cooler, but go ahead. Sorry. It's a fun one. But no, like I think we've reached peak civilization multiple times over. I mean, you can look at like the Amazon rainforest and the soil there that's not even fucking natural soil. Like that is something that's been genetically engineered, not by our lineage in history or not by anything that we've written fucking down. So I think that we've like reached peak civilization before and then like something's happened and we've collapsed again. There's a okay. lot of theories as to let me why. Sh- let me cut you down. So you haven't looked into Tartaria, have you? You don't know when I, when I say Tartaria, you don't what know. Is, I'm writing that shit down. Oh my gosh, that? you're about to get really nuts. This will put you down a rabbit hole. So there's the idea of Tartaria is that there were a bunch of ancient civilizations before us and they had a different uh, sort of free energy source. And this wasn't yeah. that long ago. And the reason why is you look at Bologna, look at, uh, you can look at Bologna, uh, Italy. That's a city where they had these huge tall towers that they were able to build with, like rocks and stones. It's, I mean, it was literally like a Manhattan in, in Europe forever ago. And then on top of that, you look at, uh, in America, you look at all of the, uh, world's fairs. During the World's Mm. Fairs in the early days, they had these opulent buildings and they built them with no power tools whatsoever. And all these buildings got, uh, for some reason, they had to be destroyed like soon thereafter. So they say, and I I believe that, like with with the ancient technology or the ancient civilizations, that they might have had some sort of different energy source than us. I mean, and that that's what gave them life. And for me, like, well, when you look at the Tartaria stuff, it does. The timeline that we're in right now, it doesn't really make sense, like how we got the Internet and then within that, now everybody has like a walking computer. I'm saying things are going so fast now, uh, I guess like the natural uh, mm. like the natural cycle, it's almost like we found technology that we used to have again, like we're, like we're recycling stuff that we already had. And then you look at the pyramids, we can't recreate the pyramids today. We can't. Not re- even to like that degree of north, not even the fucking White House that is that degree of north. So, and, 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 and they say they have, you know, uh, uh, what is it? A secret geometry where they can figure out mm-hmm. how to lift huge, heavy stuff that you and I don't know about. So there's definitely secret knowledge that us normal people do not have. Okay. So, so I have a friend who actually went to area 51, um, <clears throat> who, uh, was in the military. I'm not going to get into like, the details because i think if you like look on my social media it's like so obvious who it is um but um so they went to area 51 they went to area 51 when they were in the military in this special branch and um this is like i'll give some context like this sorry wonky is like right behind the screen and like moving it i know and skyber um, shut up he's now he's like this is he is so chunky, Skybear, and he's just such an attention hound. He just will not leave me alone. Okay. All right. Let me keep him on my lap. He'll shut um, up. But, um, so Area 51. So, you know, the whole like zero point energy is the idea that, um, God, I'm going to get this wrong, but it's like you absorb electrons out of the atmosphere and yeah. that's what generates and it's all like controlled by your consciousness and i don't know if you've done like a huge amount of psychedelics but 100 percent, i believe that shit yeah. as a result of psychedelics i'm like one one thousand i can talk to my fucking cats through my brain okay like, okay we are energetic beings that's why they keep us in a low vibrational state that's why they know it yeah. it's because they can manipulate us and when we're in a high vibrational state that's like what we're in right now and we're talking and we're thinking but they want to keep us in that constant trauma-based mind control low vibrational state where you're always in fear it's called the fight or flight response and if you are in that mm-hmm. fight or flight response you're in that low vibrational you can't even and, and and it's magnetic so you actually connect with more with other low vibrational people so it's like 
no, that's our energy and the energy around us. That's so true. I mean, if you just look at how magnets work, humans are not much different than a magnet, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. And like, it's so interesting. You said earlier about like your dad with like that low vibrational energy. And I get it. Like there is a reason why I always used to think it was because I was an only child, but I spend copious amounts of my time alone. And then I'll go to like New York or I'll go do like a city trip and I'll be like around people 24 seven for like four days. And then I'm like, fuck this. Um, and I I'm have to, you know, it's like the people I love more than anything else in the world, but like, I just have to get my own space. But I also think that they do that with music. And I listen to music all day, every day. Like I, I could, t- I should do a whole show about music because I love music so much. I'm a terrible musician, but like, I, I go nuts if I don't listen to music. And I think they have us addicted to this low frequency fucking music sometimes when i do mushrooms my friends um are in this band called the glitch mob they oh, did very like, a familiar with the glitch mob. i've seen the glitch mob they are yeah, they're great yeah yeah wild they've been I out forever one of I, saw, shows I saw the glitch mob in college when they first started so yeah they've been they've been doing it they've been out for a while like 10 years so something cool. like that yeah oh glitch, yeah they've know, been like out 15, for 20 years yeah, yeah ever, they're old, but yeah. they're amazing but like yeah so um you're talking about the they, vibrational stuff with the mushrooms. Yes, yes. And then music. Yeah. And I, I honestly, like, I really do think that that is another form of mind control. And I wish I could show you all my cats around me right now because they are passed out. And this is the first time. Well, Miss Thing is down here cleaning herself like a fucking, she cleans herself so weird. But um, and she, I, like, lies there with, like, her legs up and then it's like this, trying to, like, eat herself out or some shit. Wow. Like, okay. I'm telling you, I'm I'm having a cat catastrophe constantly i mean these cats are driving me i mean i love my cats they're the only thing but it's just oh my gosh they're just uh, it's just never ending battle well no no i have five i told you because then i got one that's about to die that has kidney disease i'm saying that one is the one that's kind of stressing me out lately just every morning every morning she's throwing up it's just oh i love cats i would do anything to clean up for her but i'm just all sad watching this little cat die that's why my other buddy he, he just put like a two dogs to sleep within a year. And he's like, I'm not getting another dog. I've lost my two dogs yeah. this year. I'm like, dude, get another dog. That's the love you make is equal to the love you take. It's going to, that's what happens. All that good, if it, all that yeah. good emotions you got from the animal. It's going to, it's going to, you know, that's just what's going to happen. You're going to have those bad days. It's like in a, a relationship. You shouldn't not have the relationship, you know, and fear that it's going to end one day. That's so true. And like, I, I, I put a cat down Christmas Eve a couple of years ago. And he was my first, like, baby, kind of, you know, like, my first real, like, solo. I live on my own. I had a Maine Coon. He was huge. Um, was he, like, 30 pounds? Is he, like, big? Or how big was he? He was, like, yeah, he was, like, a solid 25 pounds. Wow. Like, he was a big boy. And he was so angry. Like, he'd just walk around being, like, nah, 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 you know, like they do. Yeah. Um. But uh, I don't know what I would do without these three. Like, I, I feel awful. Like, I was talking to my family yesterday uh, back in the UK. And, you know, there's, like, other stuff as well. So I'm here on, like, Visa. And I don't trust anyone, including the government. So, I, like, I don't like to leave the country. I honestly think the next time I leave the country will be either after I've gotten married or it's going to be in a fucking casket. And that's only if I die before my parents and my mom will not listen to my last wishes. And so I'm going to say this now. I want to be fucking buried. I don't want to be burned. I just want to be buried. I don't care where, as long as it's in the United States, that's all I want. So then my spirit can just go and like strut around all the national parks. I haven't seen enough of them yet. That's my plan after death. Anyway, I my other get out of jail free card for not going back to the UK is my cats. Like I couldn't, um, like I have waking nightmares not waking nightmares, but it's like those nightmares where they're like so lucid that you think you're awake that I'm back in Swansea where I'm from and I can't get back to take care of my fucking cats. And like, I love them and putting them down is traumatic and hellish. And I've also had like a dog stolen, but like, if it was up to me, I would have at least 15 pets at any given time. And that's not including farmyard animals. <laughs> so like, I don't like, yeah, your friends just got to like get back on the horse. I can't tell you the number of friends that I've like bought animals for. Cause I'm just like, Oh, you're sad about an animal dying. Well, he's a <laughs> <laughs> well animals are 
they're, they're so important. They're just such a, like, I don't know. I mean, I know some people don't like them, but for me, I think it's like, um, I don't trust people. Well, I'm saying I like animals more than humans, sadly. I mean, I I do like humans. I mean, I don't like humans, but I, I, this is why I actually hate saying this. It's like I drive down, I'm in Dallas. I drive down Central Expressway. There's 10 homeless guys every day, every day, different signs, every corner. You know, there's like eight corners on one big major intersection. There'd be a guy in everyone. Sometimes I'll give him a dollar. I don't want to act like I'm, you know, not ever giving. But if I see a, yes, two days ago, I picked up a, a a little dog and now it's still in my dad's house. It doesn't have a chip. We don't know what we're going to do with it. I'm saying if I see a stray dog, I go pick it up. If I see a stray animal, I will drive in traffic. I'll get hit. So it's like weird. It's weird in my mind that I have this justification where I like literally injure myself saving an animal. But if I see a human being begging for a, you know, a dollar, I'm like, nah, I don't feel like rolling my window down. This song's too good. I completely appreciate that mindset. Like I had a similar thing in LA, right? So you have the same homeless crisis. And I keep forgetting that you're in Dallas. I've so, I, one of my friends works at the Blaze and keeps saying you should come out and visit. Come and, and come and visit. I, you know, I go on Sarah Gonzalez's show every Friday. You are here. She's got me as a regular guest now. So I'm on the. I'm at the Blaze. Yeah, I know. It's oh awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. I, I love Sarah. She's like my best friend at the Blaze. So she's helped me out a lot. But you need to come. You need to come on. I'll hook you up. We'll hang out in Dallas. You definitely need to yeah, come. Yeah, but you'll uh, end up getting me pregnant, and then we'll have like human pets. Like that's fine. Around. A little pregnancy is not that big a deal. I mean, that's not that big a deal. I mean, whatever. <laughs> just a baby. We'll just feed it some food, and it'll figure yeah. things out. But that's kind of my like whole thing, right? Is like I feel I don't know if this is like a woman thing. Maybe you can like shed some light on this. But I moved out here when I was twenty-one on my own. Didn't know any. I knew one friend in San Diego. And that was it. And I knew a couple of people through like work stuff who, you know, eventually went on to become friends. But I was like 21 years old, like the week after I left university, move out to America, didn't know anyone, is 6,000 miles away from like everyone I'd ever know, everything I ever knew. Um, and like, I was like, I'm going to become a well-known writer and I'm going to be a, like, I'm going to make money and put on my tax returns that I'm a writer and I come from a very long line of alcoholics, so that's probably going to fuck help. me up at no, some point. No, that'll help you as a writer. Um, and, you know, other than, like, even though I have a huge amount of sympathy for people who get addicted to, like, opiates, then that begets, you know, like, uh, fentanyl and heroin, things like that. You know, addiction is a real crisis. But I kind of get it because I look at what I've overcome and everyone's gonna be like you're a fucking white girl like what have you overcome my ex-boyfriend and his parents legit tried to murder me like i've done what, like what, I've been what, what, what do you mean they legit yeah. tried to murder you in san diego what were they what oh, no, this is in la but that's a whole other kettle of fish well, i know we i know that um, we, we only have an hour-long show i know but yes. wow okay okay so that's a bad experience uh, your you know, first is it the first guy you dated in america try his family tried to kill you no, that Thank guy uh, poisoned me. I had another ex-boyfriend before him who poisoned me. Well, poisoned you with what? Most people, statistically speaking, I'm on the board of uh, actually a nonprofit that now works with women, getting them through um, abusive relationships, giving them sort of uh, life skills for employment. Um, it's like a huge rehabilitation, like rehab rehabilitative service. Um, and I was the first rescue from this nonprofit, so that's why I've kind of like. Helping, paying it forward. Wow. So you're in LA. You had to go and some guy abused you and did, I hate that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, okay. You're so tough though. See, it's kind of, and you're an only child like me. So you're kind of a loner, you know, cause that I'm saying, so it's like, you, you don't need a man. You're not the type of girl that need a man, but you probably like, we're in a situation where you got taken advantage of or something. I'm guessing. I don't know. I mean, if he obviously did that to you. So it's like, I just hate that. The world is so sick and evil, but I'm happy you were able to help, get some help, and then maybe help other people through your experience. That's actually a silver lining. But I think that's like the most important thing, right? We can do is like, don't just learn from your experiences, show others how to grow from them too. And so that's why, like, that's one of my favorite things about you, Alex, is the way that you care about animals in your life. Like your self-perception is 
like second to none. It's, it's so refreshing being around you because I was even like, I think I was even telling my family, I was just like, it's so nice to meet someone. I, you know, I make a joke out of it. It's like, it's so nice to meet another crazy cat person, but also from the perspective of like, you take it way further than me. Like I'm having steak for dinner and I just switch off this part of my brain where I'm like, oh, my period's due. I might as well have a steak to like up my blood iron. Well, I don't have to buy meat for the cats. Don't feel bad about that. I'm a vegetarian because no, I'm like, It's where I'd like to get to plus like i'm pretty sure my building just found out that i've been smoking in the building so like i have to quit that bad habit now because otherwise i'm gonna get in trouble go on your porch go have a so, but i want to like after that i want to get to like i really want to go back to being a vegan because like being a vegan helped me through like eating disorders and shit but anyway anyway i digress no actually Kay, i want you to keep eating meat because i'm not some freak like, like i feed my cats meat because you look at all these vegan cat pages and they have like sick cats so I'm saying, for me, I was just a fat ass eating, constantly eating keto. And then once I started eating vegetarian, I I still got fat again. I ended up gaining weight being a vegetarian because I eat so many carbs. But for me, oh, I just, geez. like, I'm saying, I feel so much better. I eat all this chicken and bacon and all this stuff. Now my digestion is so good. And for me, this is, it goes back to that low vibrational energy. It's mm-hmm. like when those other cows see each other get killed, you're getting all that adrenalized blood from their hormones. That's why I don't want to have it. After our last conversation, I was like, Ooh. But who cares? Just have a hamburger. Oh my gosh. I mean, I know I'm not, I sound like a hypocrite. Like me as I don't eat meat telling other people to eat meat, but I eat dairy. I eat cheese. So like I am a hip, I'm a walking, talking hypocrite to a <laughs> vegan. They're like, oh, you like animals, but you know, there's blood and calcium and uh, it's just as bad. I'm like, all right, I know. I get it. I get it. I'm just trying not to eat it, the blood of the dead animals. For me, it's kind of a woo woo spiritual thing. I'm not trying to virtue signal. Uh, when I do it. So that's, that's another thing. It's like people hate vegans are all virtue signaling. You know, that that's where it loses people. But I, I, I don't know. It's a, like, I think there's a difference in virtue signaling. Like yours is like action. And I don't think that your theory on the sort of like the fear that goes hand in hand with like watching your family get slaughtered for meat I don't think that that's like actually a conspiracy. Like I know, like my mom was telling me that when I was younger, I would like sniff chicken. Like if she was cooking a roast dinner and I'd be like, that's a sad chicken. And then she started getting only chickens from the farm. And they were happy chickens. See, that's a good chicken. chicken. And like, I, I really do think, so that's not virtue signaling. Like that's like actual, like that's real life. And I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. And the reason that I care about that stuff is because yeah, like when I was vegan, my skin was incredible. Like my digestion was second to none. And like, I felt better about myself. I mean, I was still smoking pot at the time and I wonder like smoking what I would be good. like now. I'm on a, I know, I, but I I'm on a seven day hiatus. I haven't been seven days without waiting forever. And I'm telling you, I'm dumber. I thought I'd be clear. I swear to God, I swear, Kay, I swear. My, I, I, I always had short term memory. And now I'm really more worried because I haven't smoked weed in a week. And I, I'm, I'm waiting till I go to, I'm going to San Diego this weekend. And my mind I was like, I'm going to wait to go to San Diego. I'm going to, you know, this month, I'm going to take it off. And then when I get to San Diego, I'm going to smoke. But in my mind, I was always having like short-term memory. I think, oh, I'm smoking weed. That's why I can't remember something. Now that I stopped smoking weed, I feel like my short-term memory is even worse in this past week. I swear. That. Mm-hmm. When I quit smoking weed, I, again, I was having this conversation this weekend. I went from like, I couldn't remember shit, but I had the caveat of like, I smoke pot. Like, I can't remember anything. Um, to all of a sudden being not, in any way smoking even like doing edibles and i was like wow i've done some like lasting damage to my to my new role that's what i was thinking i'm like oh my god do i have early onset alzheimer's i have early onset alzheimer's i have joe biden disease ah I'm literally, i swear i'm literally thinking to myself i'm like i'm a baby joe biden i'm baby joe biden and then and then myself i'm even feeling worse i'm like when joe biden was my age he was like senator or something he was doing way better than me i'm like ah so yeah it's not <laughs> Everybody at home, yes, you should take a tolerance break, I guess, as they say. But just because you quit smoking weed doesn't mean, uh, you know, everything gets totally, you know, you feel what like your, your life gets so much better. Like? Yeah, what have your dreams been like? Kind of weird. Smoking? I mean, but I kind of had a weird dream last night, probably because I went to bed in such a, like a bad mood. Like last night I had a dream that like, all, like I have a turtle and like all this, somehow my turtle turned in like 20 turtles and there's like all the, and I didn't know what to do. I'm like, where am I going to get all these tanks? Like at a stress <laughs> rate, I swear. I'm like, I got all these turtles. I can't go take them to the, should I go to the lake? Should I go take them to the lake? I can take them to the lake. But 
but now they're used to this water. Is it going to be okay with the pond water? They're going to get sick. Ah, I was having a turtle crisis. Hell yeah. crisis dream. So that's a weird dream. That's a weird dream for sure. I mean, it's going to get fucking weird. I'm just like throwing it out there. Like I, I, how's the weather with you guys right now? Crazy. It, it, it was like 80 degrees yesterday. And then at night it got really cold. And now today it's like 45. So it's weird. It was warm yesterday and then freezing, not freezing, but colder under 50 today so what's the weather in north carolina like pretty much like we've had two days of 80 and i think it's probably like we've got rain i think tonight so it'll go back down again and everyone was this this drives my mm, people are always like don't like the weather in like north carolina just like wait 15 minutes and i'm like that doesn't apply in the summer though does it because it's gonna be 90 degrees with 100 percent humidity and i'm gonna be able to smell myself from a mile away Okay, you don't stink. I know you smell good. I know you smell exactly like the Welsh muffin with a little strawberry jam, probably a little sweet, you know, very nice. Okay, okay, gosh, we've had such a good uh, conversation, but let's talk about this, though, because we we start off with World War III, though. You're in in North Carolina with a lot of the military stuff, and I think you're saying it's so true, your point about the Afghanistan, how, like, we need a war. So do you think, though, in America... We will actually be, because you're an immigrant, I guess I'd say, you know, are you afraid of, a? you were talking about, are you actually afraid of America getting attacked? Because for, for me, this is the, the reason yeah. I bring, well, this is the reason why I bring it up. They say, and I forget who wrote this book, so I'm quoting a guy, I don't even know his book, is that you have like a much likelier chance of being a victim of your own government's military than a foreign military. So in my mind, after how they treated covid I, I just, I don't, I'm not worried about a war in Texas. I really not. I think they just use it to propaganda and fear. Like, I mean, I, I, I just, I guess I have, even if World War III happens, I do not, I don't think that I will be affected by it personally. I could be so wrong. So here are the, like. Not affected like physically, the, maybe financially, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. well, like you will, you know, you'll definitely yeah. fight. You're already being financially hurt exactly, by this, yeah. even though like this is, and then and again, like this is not what you're being affected by with like the gas prices. That has nothing to do with Russia. I'll get oil and gas was less than 3% imported from Russia. Like this is all just like inflation bullshit. That's all bullshit spinning. to rile people up. We have, and, and like, they're just trying to, you know, not talk about the Keystone pipeline that they canceled. We have enough oil and gas reserves in the state of Texas than uh, to, to cover all of our gas needs, but we don't even use it all. So listen, the gas thing is like, that's just another way for these fat cats to raise the prices, to screw us up and to make the, and to stick it to the poor, to the poor people, because there's a guy who mm-hmm. went viral on TikTok. I don't even check TikTok. I actually saw it on, on uh, Instagram, but they were blasting the guy. This guy's at the gas pump. He's like, and this is in LA. He's like, he's like this black guy's running chain. He's like, man, I can't do anything. I'm trying to drive DoorDash. And every time I make an order, it goes into my gas tank. And these people are like clowning him. They're like, oh man, you know, not clowning him to be mean, but just like, oh, that sucks. Like he's, I can't yeah. work. And because the way he sounded was like, it's goofy. Like he was, had a goofy mannerism, but it's true. You know, and it, and, and that's what I'm saying is once now the DoorDash guys can't deliver your food. So the middle, you know, the middle class, like you and me, we can't get our sandwiches to do our podcast and they can't do their sandwiches to do their. So it, it's saying it makes it more expensive for us. Now we got to pay $22 for our $6 sandwich that we had delivered to our house. I'm just saying you're right. It does affect us. It it, it, it really hurts the poor people, but it goes I mean, it really it affects all the peons, I guess it doesn't. You don't see any celebrities complaining about their gas prices. No, and I mean, I wrote an article for the Daily. I know, son. I wrote an article for the Daily Caller. It's my dog, um, which was like George Takai was like, "Suck it up, guys!" And it's just like, "Fucking eat a bag of dicks, George Takai, you piece of shit." Um, but no, going back to your original question, because I have to go in a second and do okay. this other show. But um, it's my Monday segment on the Joe Pack show. Okay, yeah, no, we, we can wrap, we can wrap things up, and we'll do we'll do a show next week. We got we got because oh. we didn't even get into yeah. much of that stuff. We, like, we said we we're going to do a regular. Yeah, we do need to figure yeah. out the only reason. Okay, I definitely do a regular show. Is I have my organizational skills are shit. I have a guy. I'll that, do it. I, okay, okay, but I'm just saying they're freaking. I, I can do all the editing and all this, but I'm saying it's like. Gosh, my schedule. I just hate putting stuff in the schedule and, and marking it down because I always change it. Like uh, one of my buddies right now is mad because I last night after my dad cussed me out, I had a show with another guy and, he, and and I called him. I'm like, dude, I don't even feel like doing a show. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, man, I, my dad was like literally like yelling at me, like I like telling oh. me he wasn't yelling at me in a mean way. He's just like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you jeopardize and like put like making me feel all guilty? And I'm like, dad, this is this is what I want to do. And this is what makes me, I mean, this is what made me really sad about it is my mom is my number one fan. So when I would call out politicians and all this stuff, my mom loves it. She's laughing with me. She's dead. RIP. I'm saying, and my dad is always, even though he's my, very close, he's my fan. 
He's the guy that he can't see the vision. He could never, he can't watch one podcast. My mom watched every single one. So it's like, he just doesn't get it. So I, I can, I can justify it all day long. I can be like, well, my dad doesn't get it, but it just sucks that I don't have anybody I can turn to. Like when my dad would get mad at me about doing something, at least I could call my mom. Oh, my buddy, Oliver, a hundred dollar super chat. Thank you so much. Uh, that's my buddy, Matt. He does it. He's, he's too nice. He's a very nice guy. But what I'm saying is about my low vibrational thing. I know you got to go. But I'm like, you know, it just kind of sucks. It's like I was in this low vibrational state because I was extra sad that I didn't have my mom to call and say, hey, it's okay. Your dad's just an old fogey that doesn't know what you're doing. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't get it. He, he thinks what you're doing. Like He would never understand. My dad could never see the reasoning to yell at a judge. My dad would be like, you always kiss a judge's ass. You know, you might need a judge. So it's just different. So that's, you I guess. You need that unconditionality and you deserve it. Like, you can always call me. I'm not going to be a replacement to your mother ever. But like, you that's already what know I'm what That's who I'm looking for. That's who I need say. to marry. I'm trying to marry. I'm kidding. I would not want to marry somebody like my mom. I love my mom. I'm saying I would I kind of want, I want to marry somebody different than my mom. Put it that way. Uh, <laughs> uh, is all. Look at that. Does so that Spags? Is that his name? Oh, his name is. Her name is Stan. Oh, Stan. Um, Stan. She's my. She's my little. Chihuahua. That's a chunky chihuahua. Like, what is that? That's like a chihuahua mixed with something. What is that? That's a cool looking dog. There's, there's a, a little bit of everything. I know. There's a little bit of everything in this one. We don't really know. She was a street dog in California. But no, dude, going back to dude, you. I, you know what I happened? Know. That dog, a male chihuahua had sex with like a big dog. Like a small chihuahua had sex with a big dog. That is that dog. That dog is sweet because it's like a big version. It's head. That is a cool people, looking dog. Yo, people stop us. Like I walk her around the lake here and people will stop us and be like, oh my God, you look just like your dog. And I'm like, look at her eyes, right? She's got like the tear stains. Can't get rid of them. Tried everything. <laughs> even tries to get rid of them. And I was just like, Stan literally walks like she's dancing. She prances. She's your um, twin. She's your doppelganger. She is. I love her to pieces. I don't know what I'd do without her. But, um, we need to have the animal hour. We got to have a show. We got to have the Kay and Alex animal hour or something. Let's, we gotta, you do know. It. let's do that next. Okay. I'm going to put that in the calendar next. Oh, I'm, I'm really excited to go on Joe Pags. I never, get ever, out of here. Ever, get out of here. Like, there's nothing to do. Um, like there's, you know, I don't know what I would do without Joe. He's one of my best friends, but like, you should meet Joe. I definitely would. And, and tell yeah. him about me. I know you tell everybody about me because uh, you've helped me out so much with the Daily Caller. I want to tell you. I, well, I just No, I did nothing. That was so bad. You told me about it. I would have found it. I don't care. Bad. I still oh, want to give you credit. Do- I don't care. I, let me think how I want to think. Do not do not break the illusion. I'd rather have it. I'd rather, yes, think, I'd rather give you credit. And I want to say, I want to say, I want to tell the Daily Caller, actually tell them I really appreciate them because my subs are going way up on my other channel. Like Not my Conspiracy Castle. Well, my subs are going up on my Conspiracy Castle channel. But I'm saying now, all like my other channels, not huge, but now I'm already over 20,000. And when I started at the beginning of this year, I was at like 3,000 on that channel. It was so amazing. So, yes. So, so that channel, I'm just surprised. My, my, you know, I have multiple channels where I do multiple content because mm-hmm. whatever, I'm getting strikes in this now. I just can't believe that channel where the daily callers, that's where I put all my trolling videos. And so that's why that channel is blowing up. So I really appreciate that. And guys, I want to say the people watching, this is kind of a cross cast. Kane are going to do more stuff, but still go in the link in the description, go to her YouTube right now because we're ending the show and go subscribe and, and go write a nice comment. I really, I would appreciate that if you guys want to do me a favor, do that because I, I want Kay to know that, you know, she is beloved here at the Conspiracy Castle. And so Kay, I know you got to go. What do you want to leave the people with before we uh, say adios? Oh God, so much. Firstly, um, the war, when it hits us, um, someone's going to nuke us. I'm just throwing it out there. They don't have to be boots on the ground to answer your And question. where are they going to hit? Alaska though? Where they, I mean, you think they're going to... Really- no, I if I mean like if I was like a Russian operative, I would go for one of the major cities, or I'd go for somewhere that's like beloved, like you know Dolly Parton's place or something, um, Nashville or whatever. No way, dude. If they tried that shit, if they really try to do this shit, and they put us in a world war, which I think is like what the you know neocons even the on the goal. right one, we're so screwed. Like, yeah. But um, no, Alex. Like I was gonna say, I. So the most viewed or listened to podcasts I've ever done was with Jack Posobiec. Every best. other day I wake up, I sweat. Like yesterday or the day before, I woke up to like three new comments on our, like the YouTube show. That Like I have had more comments on that show than, I mean, I, there was one point where I was, I interviewed like back to back, like Tommy Lahren, Dr. Drew, and I can't even remember who the other person was. Huge. They were like huge names in like, you know, they're on TV every day, that kind of shit. I have had 
a greater response to our episode together. Like your fans are the loveliest people under the fucking sun. And I'm not surprised because you are too. You are the loveliest person under the fucking sun. No, um, and not. yeah, I'm going to, I'll nice. organize everything. I'll hold you to it. Cause I love you unconditionally already. So we'll do an animal hour. We'll do more conspiracies. There's so much more to explore with world war three and how we're all going to die. And, and world war two talk about conspiracies. <laughs> I'm saying all the world wars with Vietnam, the Iraq war, we're just getting started with war content and conspiracies. There's an endless amount. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right, guys, go, go hit the link. We got to say goodbye to Kay. She's got to go on the Joe Pag show. Guys, make sure to support uh, Kay. And if you guys want, go sign up for Kay's Patreon. She has uh, awesome stuff there. That's really supportive. And guys, remember, independent journalists like Kay, she really appreciates it. I'm saying when you actually support her, she appreciates it. So you're not just pissing in the wind, as they say. I hate to end it on a dirty comment oh, like that. That's, that's what I'm saying, guys. So, so like when you do that, you're helping a person succeed and survive so you're not like you're not just buying her diamond rings you're paying her bills so she can survive so think about that you're you can virtue signal if you have white guilt if you have white guilt and you feel bad about having too much money give some decay a little bit to me and then uh you know feel unguilty anymore okay Kay, i love you i'll talk to you next week guys uh peace see you guys wait i gotta quickly say for my channel though like just everyone go down to the description